Hey, Mr. Yummy. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah. How are you? Well, my Mr. Early ETS. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Did I just call you Mr. Yummy? No, you just said, how are you? So we're trying to declare our names at the start of this oh. in order to establish who's talking to whom. We have the intro for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Uh, so, hello, uh, Mr. Early ETS. How are you? Doing Hey, great. everyone. That person, not me, talking, Mr. Early ETS. And the person him. who just said that. That one? Him. <laughs> the person who just said that, that's Mr. Yummy, who was pointing at me, yep. not realizing we lacked cameras. That wasn't for them. That was for you. No, it was for me to know yes, who I am. because you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get right into it. What are we drinking today? We are drinking MS Cal Mule. A Moscow mule. What is that? What is that for the lay people at home? Um, Not everyone's Rus- gone to school for all the years you have and has the education on alcohol. Russian uh, breeding drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with the game Minecraft, but you need hay to get two cows to breed another cow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you need two Moscow mules to get to two Russians to make a Russian. Yeah. We also might make a Russian tonight. <laughs> 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 we will see. Do you like Moscow mules? I do. Oh. See, I've I've ordered them at bars and I don't like them. Uh oh. But I mean that's a lot of things that I order at bars. I don't like how they make them. So I'm I'm hoping that maybe you made it. I do well. have a backup drink in the vehicle. Do you? What do you have? <laughs> Gin and tonic. Oh my lord. Well, we might be switching. We'll see. <laughs> That'd be the first time ever. I hope you make Moscow mules better than you do uh, old fashioned. I fucked up those old fashioned. Bad. I'll take it. They were terrible. I even like because I made good ones that I enjoy, and I did not enjoy the one. I don't I believe made that you. Night. I don't believe you. I've done it a lot. No facts. I well, haven't seen anything. So a Moscow mule. What is it? Uh, it is a couple parts vodka, a couple parts ginger beer and uh and then a, a little bit of lime a little Which bit of lime you, why did you cut the limes like this i just give a small slice so i didn't know how much lime you i liked. know but normally limes get cut the other way you cut it whatever fucking psycho <laughs> <laughs> anyways cheers brother cheers Ugh. it's not too bad no i'll take it a little on the weak side how much vodka did you put in they're just equal parts. Put more vodka in there. <laughs> <laughs> I made, I made yours and mine decently strong. Did Holy you? crap! You can, I can't really tell. It's good. I, I can taste the lot. vodka in mine. I mean, I can taste it, but like, I want to get floored. I want to be Russian drunk, dude. That was fucking Russian drunk. I don't think we can get Russian drunk. I would probably die. There was um yeah. this group of Russian seniors that came. To and give a performance. There's like six guys, that really great performance. Mm-hmm. Like they're all, it's like operatic Russian songs. So after they were done, they were staying with a friend of the family, and uh, he took them to his house. He had a big mansion, and he had a ton of beer for them. And like they kept asking to stop to pick up beer on the way to his place. He's like, no, I've got beer. Like we need, like we've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> so they stopped and got vodka and beer, and he already had like a couple thirty packs and some bottles of vodka and stuff. They'd never slept that night. Like Jesus. he fucking stayed up with them and stayed up with them, and they were drinking. And then, then when he got up in the morning, pretty early, like seven, and they were all still like watching TV and stuff, still drinking. And he's like, "I gotta take you guys to the airport in like you know three hours." And they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta sober up." And they started drinking um beer and um, milk mixed together. Does that sober you up? That's what they thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they literally didn't sleep, drink all night. <laughs> 
So let's ingest more alcohol and in dairy order, in order to prepare for the flight to sober up. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. I am jealous. It's badass. That is so fucking. Cool. And like when I, because I saw the performance, and like when they're there, they're all dressed nicely. They all look very professional. They interact with everyone just fine. I'm like how blitzed were they when they started the show? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Fuck. Good for them. God, I love. He even said like they were impressed. Like they didn't act like they were hungover. Like they were conversational the whole trip to the airport. Like they acted full of energy. Like they were fine. Really? Yeah, fucking like no one was hungover or acting sleepy or anything. That's ridiculous. <laughs> fucking Russian. That's dude. how you keep on keeping on. It's a perfect example. They're like my. I'm very. I, I wish I was Russian. That's how you play the game, man. <laughs> That's how you play the game and win. Let's <laughs> keep. I'm sorry. Um, dude, Russians are whack. Oh, I love them. They're badass yeah. psychos. I actually don't know any Russians, and I really wish I did. Yeah, I grew up around a lot of different Russians. Did before. you? Yeah. Oh, through the church? Yeah. I I don't think I've uh, I've met some, but I don't know any. It's beyond like the people I met and the Russians I was around, and then like the stories I hear from friends who are also involved in. <laughs> like, there's yeah. always like, just a ton of them, and they're never like, oh, the awful stories. They're always just like, I'm impressed. Like, I wouldn't try that, but. <laughs> You want to go to Russia? I would love to go to Russia. Let's man. go, dude. Not right now. No, but after the quarantine thing gets done. Yeah, let's go. I like to hang out in Russia. Go to Moscow. Mos- Moscow. Moscow. I like to hit Saint Petersburg, Moscow. I mean, Jeez, that sounds so. Weird I would want to hit some like you know some monasteries and stuff just to you know see how I'm in for sure. But I think it'd be fun, man. I think it'd be a blast. I'd be down for it. I think it'd be a trip where it's not like not mainly about seeing the sites. So I think just hang out with the people. Yeah, would be sick. Well, I think that's like most places. No, I mean, that's what I want to do for most of my travel. I really just want to meet, like, hang out yeah. with the people. Like, the <clears throat> only travel like trip I want to take that I'm not, it's not about that is up to Alaska to go hunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I don't care if I see any fucking people. For sure. No, I think when it comes to to going to new places, new countries, like when yeah. I went to Ireland, like, yeah, I wanted to see some stuff, but more than anything, I just wanted to sit at a bar mm-hmm. and just talk with locals, which was by far, aside from like going to some of the distilleries, like mm-hmm. Bushmills and Jameson was was probably my most yeah. fondest memory of, of visiting. Like we me and my fiance we sat at a bar mm-hmm. and talked to uh, the waiter and the bartender and then other waiters that came in and out mm-hmm. and they just they literally like exclusively just talked to me and my fiance as we were just asking them questions and like learning about them and finding out the places not to go. And the bartender's like nickname was a vampire cuz he <laughs> he was only awake during the, the nighttime <laughs> or like early evening yeah. or late evening. Early, early of like just before it got dark, mm-hmm. just because he had to be at work. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you seem like a cool dude. I don't wanna. Well, it's just fun. Like I've done it before, sitting down at a bar with a bunch of German guys and mm. just swapping. Quite like they'd ask me a question about America, I'd ask them a question, and we just back and forth, and it's fun. And they were they were really super friendly, mm-hmm. really super friendly. That's redundant as fuck. Yeah, I gotta work on my speech. <laughs> read some books. Read, read a book. <laughs> um, I mean, they were super friendly. I know it's. You know, it's touristy. They have to be. Yeah. But Russia there. would be. I think Russia would be cool. I think Russia would be. Do they? I don't even think they like Americans very much. I don't know. I think it's hit and miss. I think some of them really do. Yeah. Because they got they got really westernized when the um, Cold War ended and the Soviet yeah. government collapsed. And so there's a large where they kind of tried to adopt a lot of American culture. Right. And a lot of American music and that kind of thing. Which Germany did the same thing after the wall came down. Yeah. So I think it'd just be hit or miss. Some people, I mean, as long as you're not rude, I think it'd be fine. 
Yeah. It's not like there's some countries, especially Middle Eastern countries, where being an, an American is just a... Uh, or like in France, it's still, from what I've heard, is still pretty bad to be an American there. I wonder if they think that like we're pussies. Like, pussy Americans. I can't do a Russian accent. I think but, be, it wouldn't be hard to show you weren't. Yeah. But also, like, don't want to co- come across as a douchebag. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm hard as fuck. I think just don't talk like you're hard and act like we do. I'll just be like, all right, guys. In America, kind of a badass. Here, I know I can't stand. <laughs> like, I know, I know you got me beat. You uh, watch any of the band or hear it listening to the band a little big? No. It's a Russian band. Like, they do, like, rap and stuff. No. But there's one of their music videos. He invites uh, Tommy Cash. He's a rapper from a different country to Russia. Mm -hmm. And Tommy Cash is like, I brought a gun. I heard Russia was dangerous. He's like, this is gun. This is the gun I had when I was a baby. (laughs) This is going to point to a tank behind him. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Uh, I also want to meet, I want to, like, pet a russian bear yeah hell yeah dude the bears are badass over there i still want to go to war with a bear (laughs) life goals hashtag life goals hashtag bear cavalry hashtag blessed (laughs) (laughs) you imagine being curled up with a bear in your hooch and you snapchat it hashtag blessed i don't know if you can trust a bear that much (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't be mad if that's how I died, just getting eaten <laughs> by my fucking battle buddy Ass bear. first. Yeah, like, hey, yo, fuck it. <laughs> Get a little bit of pleasure before it's all over. <laughs> so fucking gross. Uh, speaking of eating ass. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Speaking no, but I have a dream I have to tell you about. Oh, God. I've been waiting all day. And I had this dream last night. Oh, man. Yeah, this is rough. Buckle in, buddy. So... I have a dream. I have a dream that I I went to ranger school, and it it starts with this dude that I went to sapper school. Like, um, he's there, and he's like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna do great. Blah blah all this shit." And then my fiance runs up, and we're like lined up, about to head out for a mm-hmm. patrol in ranger school, and she hands me a, like a a plastic toy. M16. She's like, here, here, you need it. You, you'll just take it. I'm like, no, I can't have this. The fucking ranger instructors are going to be pissed as fuck if they see me. With, she's like, no, 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 no. And just like takes off into the woods. And I'm like, and that, like instantly it's like strapped to me and I'm holding it there. And fucking one of the RIs comes up. He's like, what's that? I was like, um, my, my fiance gave it to me. He's like, that's badass, bro. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, here we go. So we fucking, we go out on a mission. And then, like, I remember parts, little bits of the mission, mm-hmm. nothing crazy, just whatever, training shit. And then, this is weird, it's weird. I wake up, like, in my dream, I wake up, like, mid-raunchy, drunk sex with not my fiance. Weird. But I'm not having sex. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't my penis isn't out. But I'm, like, using my hands, mm-hmm. finger in her, weird shit like that. And I'm like, it's like if you're, you're drinking and you kind of like yeah. towards the later night, you start coming out of your blackout. Yeah. That's how it was. But in my dream. And I was like, whoa, no, 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 no. I love my fiance. I was like exactly how I'd feel yeah. right now. And I was like, but so I was like, and this bitch is like, what do you mean? I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I can't do this like that. I, I no, I don't want this. Like, I have a fiance I love very much. I don't want to do this. And she's like, fuck you. I was like, no, no, no. She's like, no. Fuck you, bitch. I was promised a good fucking time. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and uh, 
I got to create a fucking name. I'm, I'm going to go angry bald man. And I'm not talking about myself. This is a squad leader that mm-hmm. I had back in the day. And she's like, fucking angry bald man fucking paid for me and told me I was going to get dicked down. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but you're not. Not from me. No. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go get my pimp. I'm going to come back here. I'm going to fucking smoke you. I'm like, holy shit. I fucking run out of the hotel so room. So the prostitute was mad that she got the money but wasn't getting the dick? Yeah. Wow. Weird dream. <laughs> Weird. You're going to have a very small dick, honey. You're not going to be satisfied. You're going to have to go get another customer. And people say it's not it's not the size of the fish, but the motion in the ocean. But when we're talking about you, it's more like the flow of the stream. It's like a it's like a creek. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so that I'm like I like stumble out of this the hotel room that I'm in, and I start running into the guys that were in my ranger school, yeah. and they're like, "Yo, bro, what's going on? Like, I can't believe this, this is fucking awesome." I'm like can't believe what what are you talking about like dude we graduated and i was like oh my did i just get so hammered that you forgot that i forgot i even went to ranger school or graduated or anything and like what what's wrong with i was like i don't know what the fuck's going on and then this dude that same dude that was at the beginning of the dream who i went to cyber school with he's like dude so how was it and i was like how was what he's like you're you're a prostitute i was like I know he's like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. He's like, dude, angry bald man was like really excited for you. He was hell. He got, he was like, he got that for you. He thought that's exactly what you wanted. I was like, no, no. And then, and just the confusion of like trying to remember everything in my dream that didn't even fucking happen. And then I woke up and I was extremely confused. Man, I sat on the side of my bed for about 20 minutes. Just yeah. Trying to remember it. Cause I had to remember it to tell you. That's crazy. It was a weird dream. Prostitutes are so gross. Yeah, not, not doing a prostitute. I wouldn't wouldn't do it. Not even once. Not even with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> My dick's impervious. We'll see. <laughs> Might get that butt fungus though. <laughs> On my dick. <laughs> On your dick. And I only know one person with butt fungus right now. <laughs> oh. and that's me. I mean, good for you. I'll own it. I got butt fungus, ladies and gentlemen. Put butt powder three times a day. It's a very weird way to put the the powder on my butt. Because it's weird, like, just put it in your hand and then, like, throwing it up towards your asshole. I'm so, not, going not. back to <laughs> prostitutes, um, I had this guy in my basic training. He was at OCS. He had gone to, um, I think it was Harvard. Like, he went to a nice school. His parents, one of his parents yeah. was a lawyer. The other parent was a judge. Like he was being set up for the uh, set up to like go ahead in life. So his plan was to go do his years as an officer and then go back, finish his law degree and then end up becoming a senator. Like his parents had this whole plan for him. Wanted to be a senator? That they oh, wanted his parents him. Yeah, they wanted him. That's kind of so, a lot. Yeah. But he was all on board with it, you know. But he, uh, as part of the deal after he graduated from college, his parents paid for him to go a year abroad in Europe. <laughs> Before he joined the army, that's cool. So he went and did his year abroad, and we were talking to him about it. And he would have stories. He was he was a pretty nice guy to talk to. He's kind of pretentious, and you know, when you grow up with a silver spoon, you're gonna be a little pretentious and not blend in with most of the other army Typically, guys. Typically, yeah. So he didn't really, he didn't have like buddies or stuff, but he would talk and tell stories. He was okay enough to get along with. But he was telling us when he went to uh, Amsterdam, and he told himself he would never get a prostitute, and um, 
he said that a lot of the brothels there had like just windows where the girls who weren't working would hang out and they'd be like just dressed beautifully full makeup and they'd yeah. be like you know reading something or drinking you know drinking a drink reading something and he walked by one because he had seen a couple of those and he walked by one and there was a girl he said she just looks so fucking beautiful she's just like heartbreakingly beautiful and like he made eye contact with her eye contact with her and he was like i have to like really so he said he went in and he paid for her he said it was awful sex he just said like it was, starfish he was like when she like i picked her she came up to me and i was like i was working out the prices and stuff she was like all over me and stacked it like super super into me and like you know he paid and then she took him back to the room and and then it instantly was just like nothing nothing like, and once they get, get that money what else is there to yeah, work for it was nothing wow. he said it was like he did, he he claimed he didn't finish even don't really? know how verifiable that is. He said it was just awful, and he had trouble even keeping hard or anything. Wow. And he said he ended up bailing, and then at, when he went to bail, she, like, followed him out swearing at him and cursing at him the whole time. Honey, that's, I mean, that's kind of your fault. <laughs> why Why are you mad at him? Jesus. So he claims that a couple friends that were from that, that he had made over there said that that makes her look bad when he leaves that soon. Oh, well, I mean... If he goes around and telling him yeah. why he left early, but if he just leaves early without a word, I mean, that could also look good. Maybe she was just that quick. <laughs> she's just that good. <laughs> Felt that good. She's that hot. But yeah, wow. he said it was awful. Wow. He said he would give advice. He's like, don't fall for it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't. He also said that he was like, beyond that, it's super easy to pick up a chick in Amsterdam or anywhere in Norway. Or yeah, because they're like super, there's like, uh, they're super outnumbered women to men. But he said, he's like, I learned like shortly after that that you could pick up chicks and all the chicks that you picked up at bars and stuff, they were way better. Well, he said they were brown, but like better in bed. It was there friendly. They would hang. It wasn't like they would try to just bounce the next day. Like they'd want to hang out. It's like, right. You know, hmm. you actually could have a conversation and chill with them. That's what he said for a lot of his travels. He'd have like a girlfriend for two weeks. Really? Who could be a translator for him and That's hang cool. out. And then he'd say, oh, I gotta go to, I'm heading to, you know, Austria now. And she'd be like, okay. In all honesty, time. like that would be the best way as a single dude to mm. go and explore a new country or city is yeah. to like go oh, have a girlfriend for two weeks i mean like make make it kind of known that like hey, you well know, that's what he said in europe that they were all down with it like they knew like an american yeah. wasn't gonna be hanging around like, you just have a, you have a fucking partner and you have fun every night or or whatever and then you also have an interpreter and yeah. somebody who can show you around the city like that's fucking that's that would be dope as a single person but he also said it did help because like he didn't know how well it would have gone if he was like really strapped for cash yeah. He said it did make a difference that he could pay for, like, their if they needed to take a train somewhere or they um, drive somewhere I guess or they yeah, pay they, for meals. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess if you got the money, yeah. that would be Because it. it was mainly, like, chicks who were going to university. Yeah. So, like, you know, between 18 and, like, 22. And so they didn't have money, but their school was free. So yeah. they were down to, like, just fucking chill for two weeks and get everything paid for. And That would be fun. I think that would be a really good time. Yeah, he used to be a person. blast. Or if you are a couple and you're swingers, just go pick up a third party. <laughs> I would never be a swinger. Fuck. Never? No. Never? Do you want to be a swinger? No. Mr. But I'm not going to. I don't want to be. Do but I'm wanna? not saying I never could be or could ever want to be. Like, I don't know what the fucking future holds. I mean, if my fiance was like, I really want another person in the bedroom. Yeah, you said I'm that like, before that you'd try to be open to your fiance's yeah. needs and desires. But like, there's there's some things in life like, as a kid, I didn't like cucumbers. Now I'm okay with cucumbers. I don't feel like Sweeney's like the cucumber thing. <laughs> no, but I've also <laughs> like, with the amount of stories and shit that I've seen 
and read about or, or whatever. Uh, you know, porn doesn't count as verifiable evidence, right? No, I know it doesn't. <laughs> but I, I've I've heard enough fucking podcasts and shit. And um, I mean, honestly, Sweeney Sweeney destroys a lot of relationships, man. It can, but it's also been been exactly what some relationships need, where they just want some excitement, something new and crazy, and then they just go back to their regular lives. Like, I'm not saying that's everyone by any means, but like people have different quirks, and when they want to try new things, do new things. Yeah, but I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm not I, saying it's I, I right agree or that wrong. Some people have different quirks. It's just yeah. you got. We got to be careful. Like you know, I'm gonna get this is gonna look bad. So I'm like, we got to be careful about our quirks. But I definitely because you know, not to get over dramatic, since I hate it when people do this. But quirks, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Like how far quirks can go. You know what I mean? For you, I mean for everybody. I mean psychologically speaking, it's it's been like shown that porn, like watching porn. Uh, excessively leads to people going from re- watching regular porn and they end up towards weird fetishes like um, peeing on people or BDSM. But is that be- surprising or weird? Well, to you? no. It, so, it, but it shows is that exposure builds up tolerance, which leads to people trying to. Yeah, and if you have sex the same way with somebody for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it's going to be the same thing. You build up a tolerance to the norm, and you're going to want something more. I mean, I don't know about that. I feel like if you have a healthy relationship with your partner, because, I mean, sex isn't just about, like, oh, we have to try something new. We'd have to try a new move. We have to, because if part of it when you're with an actual partner is that it's, you know, you're spending that time with them. You're enjoying them. You're showing them affection. They're showing you affection. And so it's not just a physical pleasure. No, or it's intimacy. It's intimacy. Yeah. Which, I mean, is a huge deal. Yeah. But it's so. like. So I'm not if sure. All, I mean, if all you ever had was missionary, ever, would you not want to broaden it and do doggy? Well, I mean, the, right? But you got to add like because you can have missionary, but then you can also have mission. Like you, so you can have sex with someone in one position, but like, I mean, you've had sex more than once. I'm assuming, right? Twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, like. You know, you could have sex in missionary position like 20 times. That it's fucking amazing. It's just the best because you guys are in tune and fucking like actually focused on each other. And then you could have, you know, then another 10 times or even say another 20 that even split. You guys like one of you wasn't really there. One of you really wasn't wholly into it. And it's just awful sex. Yeah. And the same thing can be said whether like just missionary and it was amazing versus you tried all these different positions, did a bunch of crazy shit. But one of the partners wasn't that invested and didn't really want to be doing it. Yeah. And then it's awful. Yeah. So for relationship wise, I just don't necessarily think that the slippery slope needs need apply. And I feel like if you feel like you need more, not saying you don't need more, but I would also look at like maybe my partner and I just aren't actually like trying to be there for each other and having sex. But like we're not a relationship advice podcast. This went a little deep. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to like I'm trying to understand this. Like because for me, I mean, it, the the slope starts slipping when you go anything past missionary. And I'm down for a slippery slope. Like not I, I'm not into and don't think I ever will be into some weird fucking super dom- mm. dominatrix shit. But the, well, here's the thing is like, like for, for oh. couples, it, like couples usually do tend to, you know, they don't just stay mature and, you know, for healthy couples, they tend to branch out more. But most healthy couples don't branch in like the percentage that actually branch into like BDSM or like, um, you know, pain play or what is that called? Um, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking yeah, like yeah. striking play. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like most couples, even though they do export, don't ever go there. 
But people who aren't in relationships or are in like serious relationships like that, who watch porn, they end up wanting with their partners that they do get, like the people they do end up dating. They they want to do what they see in the porn, and they've already they so the porn takes them further than they would they would have naturally gone in a relationship most of the time. Well, yeah, I mean it just comes so. to exposure, but it doesn't yeah. mean I mean people have imaginations; they could go fucking yeah. anywhere depending on their how their imagination works. But like I, I just say like. If I I had sex missionary, I would I would automatically want to do other things it's like because like the slippery fun. slope. Eventually, if you take it all the way down to the bottom, it ends up eating another guy's penis that you cut off him while he was still alive. That's too far. I mean, <laughs> but that's just, I'm I'm trying to figure out where yeah. you draw the line at too far. Where where does where do you start slipping too far? I mean, I don't have an exact definition of where it's too far, but I, there's areas that I know that definitely, if somehow that started seeming like okay to me, would definitely be like warning signals. Like what? Like, well, striking play. Okay. Because, like, why would you ever want to get sexual pleasure from striking your partner? No, I they c- were okay with I it. Can, uh, I like, can totally get on board with this. I had uh, an ex partner back in the day, female, mm-hmm. not, not male, and she, she, uh, she, like, told me to hit her in the face. And I was like, well, I mean, like, I want her to have what she wants, like, but I just, like, I couldn't do it. I was like, she's like, I was like, no, I can't. I can't do it. Sorry, I'll slap your ass, but I ain't slapping you in the fucking face. Like, that's going to leave bruises, and then the cops are going to be here. Well, it's just the idea of, it's like, oh, I love you, so therefore I'm going to cause physical pain. Like, I just can't do it. I can't hit a woman. It's what gives you pleasure. You're asking me, because it's not giving me pleasure. And it shouldn't give me pleasure to hurt the person I love. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not no. a, that's a no-go. So you're asking me to do something that makes me uncomfortable and makes me unhappy. Like, Yeah, no, and I, and I can't and do I that. And I should be uncomfortable and unhappy with it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, and that's where, like, anytime it comes to, like, harming or putting someone in a negative or derogatory situation, like, um, you know, putting down or derogatory, like, stuff like that. Like, I yeah. know. Right, I'm going to ask you one more thing that is, like, that's over the line, can't mm-hmm. do it, and then we can move on to the next Okay. <laughs> topic of discussion but what's one more what what's one more what's another thing that's just over the line you can't do uh any poop or pee in play that's fair but that's for hygienic reasons play that's that's for hygienic reasons if it, if it was hygienic you'd still be into it no it's still <laughs> gross it's just gross and also it's like why would i want either for me to pee on you or for you to pee on me like does either one mean, of those does not sound good. does that mean you want to do anal no you want to do anal you lying sack of shit. <laughs> you are a lying sack of shit. Uh, I don't believe you <laughs> whatsoever. Anyways, how's your drink? You like it? I like it a lot. Yeah? I'm enjoying it. Did you put more vodka in it? In mine? Yeah. No. It's good. I, I enjoy I like that crisp, uh, the, the crisp ginger in it. It dilutes. It doesn't make the vodka as strong where you're just tasting vodka. Yeah. And like... Maybe I put less. In your, I thought I put the same amount of vodka in both. I like maybe it, I put it, a little bit less vodka in yours. It barely tastes stronger than it was before, and you put like a whole another shot in there. Because so. mine, I feel the warmth in my chest when I drink it, but the yeah. only flavor I get is that ginger with a hint of lemon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a huge fan of the ginger, but it's better with ginger beer without alcohol in it mm-hmm. uh, versus like the ones that I've had that's ginger beer al- alcoholic ginger beer, mm-hmm. and it was just. I don't know. It seemed like too much. It was overpowering. I was like, this isn't, I don't know. It's kind of taken away from. Well, that's what I had. Um, I went to a bar one night by myself. My um, wife at the time was doing a business meeting. There's a bar right next door. So I was like, I'll go hang out in the bar. <laughs> and the guy, this guy, I ended up sitting next to him. We started talking and he ended up buying me drinks. Like he was like, hey, have you ever tried this? And I was like, no. 
He's like, yeah. well, I'll get, I'll get you one. So he made, he got me this thing called Dark and Stormy. Yeah. Which was rum with an alcoholic ginger beer. And it was good. It tasted good, but it was just it, the, the alcoholic beer mixed with the, um, the rum. It just was like, it feels like too much. Like I felt yeah. it like in my stomach. Like, it just felt like, it, I didn't get sick or anything. I just was like not cool with it. It's a bit much. I don't. I don't know, like I said, I like we always uh whenever I go to the Jameson Roar Donkey mm-hmm. in, in Petaluma, it, they would order them. It was like that's like their big drink, they're all about it. And I just I could never get on board. And like my fiance she gets like different ones. They're not Moscow meals, they're just like they'll do different ones with like fruity vodkas mm-hmm. or whatever. Um and like I can't do that sweet fruity shit. That's too much for me. But I've just never really been on board with them. But I was like, you know what? We can make them here, and we can do it. How we can make we can yeah, change I think the ratios. I like no. the ginger personally. I, I think it's better with a, a bit more, a little heavy on the vodka to tone down that uh, that ginger flavor. Yeah, you don't like it on your tongue, or no, it's more so like the back of my throat. Oh, okay, I don't like what... how it it sits there, and like it's. I just had a drink like two minutes ago, and it's still kind of sitting there. And I, I don't you know, know what I get annoying. you. I definitely think I I, I somehow made mine stronger because I don't have it, any of it on the back of my throat. No. So, no. and I know like when I regularly drink uh, like you know ginger ale or ginger beer. Yeah. But it's not alcoholic. I'll feel it. In the, that what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's not bad. Like I'm not. I don't hate this. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep drinking, and I'm probably gonna have another one. So I I like it. But getting it at the bar with real ginger beer, probably won't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah, not I get thing. you. But it's okay. We're out here. We're exploring our horizons. So we went into a weird sexual angle. It was fun. I'm actually hard right now. <laughs> it won't go down. I was really hoping the beer talk would. You're like, you're like, mystery, mystery. I'm hard <laughs> under the table. It's out. It's out under the table. Just <laughs> <laughs> joking it. Okay, <laughs> oh, God. So I, I was going to talk about something else. I had something that I was going to bring up. And you don't want to go back to weird uh, no. fetishes? No, no okay. I don't. Anyways. I know I know too much about this. Actually, I will go back a little bit. Oh, here we go. So here we go. Since I, I culminated with the, like, the ultimate how far you can go, which is the guy who literally found someone online, cut off their penis while they were still alive, cooked it up, and then fed it to both of them, and then murdered the guy. I think that's a little bit past fetish. So, um, but he, he went to prison. I hope so. But he uh, ended up becoming a complete vegetarian after he went to prison. He finally had the ultimate meat. Yeah, well, no, he just realized how inhumane, how gross cannibal. He actually wrote a book about how horrible cannibalism is because he was like this super cannibalistic fetishist. They let him out of prison? No, he's still in prison. Okay, so in prison, he went full full vegetarian. Okay. And he wrote a book. Jeez, if they would have let him out, I would have. He's actually helped consult for a bunch of crimes. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, he's actually helped. Like, I still think you should stay in prison. Oh, for sure. But because <laughs> like, once he's out, he's going to be like, well, maybe I, maybe it's good. Maybe it's still good. I mean, he was a oh. fucking educated dude. He was an engineer. Like What kind? Uh, I want to say mechanical engineer. Oh, that's what my dad is. <laughs> is your dad going to start <laughs> going to eat some dude's penis? Well, if you keep fucking my mom, probably. <laughs> it's probably going to be yours. Fresh off the skillet. I mean, I'm just saying, it's it's a bizarre story. Like, if you just went the part about, like, oh, he cut off some dude's penis and ate it, and then had, like, killed the dude and, like, cut him up and had, like, his parts in the fridge, and then you add in that the dude consented to this and, like, went there with the knowledge that this was going to happen. Oh, the dude whose penis got removed and then yeah. murdered? Yeah, well, he ate some of his own penis. Willingly? Yeah, he oh. wanted to. Well, see, no, that's not that bad. <laughs> okay, he should. Uh, the dude should only go to... To prison but then for he, the but murder. then he started freaking out, and then he got murdered <laughs> because he after his penis got cut off and he ate it, he started going into shock and was losing too much blood and freaked out. And 
Well, and then he murdered. Like him. I said, I think the guy should only go to prison for <laughs> murder at that point. Like, <laughs> but I mean, so if you left the story just like that, it's an insane ball, like insane balls to the wall. Like, how did this fucking happen? Literally, like, there might have been balls on the wall. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy, right? But then you add yeah. in like, oh, then also he became a vegetarian, decided it was inhumane to eat any meat. And so, so he like, has some kind of a moral compass. And then beyond that, he ended up helping me like Hannibal in those movies where he was like helping consult on cases. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Wow. Like your life is insane. Is it weird that I actually kind of want to meet this I know, guy? right? I actually like, kind of want to like interview him. I don't, I don't want to be friends with no, him. No, I just want to get a perspective on like where he's at. Yeah. They should do a, like a documentary or something. They kind really of fucking should. That would be fucking fucked up oh yeah that would have to be weird. on netflix i couldn't be like a tv i'd probably need to go see a therapist for sure after that like just to hear what his pro- thought process was going into it yeah and like yeah but yeah. he's helped like he's actually helped catch criminals like and not like robbers but like murderers and like other cannibals other cannibals for sure so dude that's yeah. fucking whack i know oh my <laughs> god wild wild world i don't like i find these kinds of people fascinating in just a not in a cool way but in a how the fuck does your mind go there oh, well type that's way. The, it's like you see like you hear about a robber right yeah and you're like i can see you getting desperate enough or just trying to get a quick score For sure. like it yeah, makes yeah. sense or like a druggie who that's commits not a, a big leap you like desperation yeah or even a lot you know some murder cases like oh that person was leaving you or this person wronged you or yeah like, like you can kind of see it and then you hear a case like that and you're like i cannot fucking see a way that my life ends up <laughs> like and the thing is like for some people who were like some, I don't know, I can't name a person off the top of my head, but like like murders or, or cannibalism, that they, they were abused sexually mm-hmm. or verbally or physically growing mm-hmm. up as a child. They were, they were fucking abused horrifically, and then they grew into this monster. Yeah. Still don't, I still can't fathom it, but I can justify it like i can like well, okay you can feel like okay maybe they got twisted so much by what they went through that they had so much trauma that they didn't form correctly like i don't yeah. i i wouldn't i don't think that i would take those steps but i can i can understand how trauma like that could mm-hmm. lead a person to take those steps uh to get there but then there's there are some fucked up people out there where there's no signs of like there's no history of trauma. No, I'm not like, saying that their childhood was perfect or yeah. anything, but but no one's childhood's perfect. But no, there was no trauma. But I think what it is is that just, I mean, you you have something bad happen to you as a kid, and as a kid, it's the worst. I mean, I don't know. You lose your fucking favorite T-shirt or your fucking pet gerbil dies, mm-hmm. and it can be the it's the well, it can be the it is the worst thing that's ever happened to that child yeah. up until that point, and if they don't know how to deal with it. No, then little coping mechanism mechanisms can can form that are just when they when they grow up. Well, I mean, that's part of the parents' job like is to help them like learn cope, coping mechanisms for dealing with difficulties in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like that's that's what actually it's funny we kind of segued here because that was actually related to what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, I was gonna, how old? Like, if you look back, because this was something I've been thinking about like the last couple of weeks on and off. But how old do you remember where you really, like, really look back and you're like, when you like realized you needed to be tough like, and get tough about things? Um, when I realized that I needed to get tough? Or like be tough, like where you realized that you needed to not, like try not to cry and you needed to like, to like, if something hurt a little bit, if it wasn't actually causing damage that you should, you can keep pushing yourself. I was young. I was, I would say probably 
five or six. Uh, yeah. Like my, my earliest memory is when I was three. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, no, it's actually younger than that. It was, bro- it was somewhere in my, my two to three year age. Where it was the, like, the last time I wore a diaper. And I, felt, I remember feeling embarrassed that my brother was wiping my ass because mm-hmm. I shit myself. Like that's my very, very first memory I ever have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd say when I was probably f- five to six years old yeah. is when I, r- I realized that like crying didn't help. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean that I didn't cry. Cause like, I mean, as you know, those next yeah. few years afterwards, like that just yeah, happened. You had some moments that you cry. Yeah. But that's why, cause I'm not saying like, Oh, when you stop crying. Cause, cause I was, I was always tough as a kid mm-hmm. because I, I was the youngest of three. So I was always trying to keep up with them. So, it, I mean, it, with with my my sister is three years older than me and my brother is seven years older yeah. than me like i had to be tough to do the shit that they were doing mm-hmm. for my age so i mean i would consider myself to have always been tough like i fucked myself up a lot as a kid and i still do to this well, day Well, that's what like five or six is my remember and yeah. i just realized like crying didn't help like you couldn't try to like just cry when you something was hard yeah you, know, you had to push through it i remember yeah. like realizing that even like you know as a kid like doing you know writing too much with your hand you'd start getting sore and i was like would yeah. push through it or running or working outside carrying wood or stuff yeah. like that like five or six is when i started realizing like even though it hurts it doesn't mean you need to stop yeah i know I, I learned from watching my dad and my uncles and my grandpa too but like five to six is when i really established myself that i was like it's okay to be hurting if you're not if you're not cutting yourself if you're not causing damage to yourself sometimes you're you hurt for me it wasn't a uh, a pushing through the pain because I don't want to be weak or because I need to be tough. It was a, I needed to keep up because if I didn't keep up, I was going to miss out on fun. Well, that's what I was like. Not it, a wasn't about, it wasn't about appearances. It wasn't that I didn't want to appear like I wasn't tough or like, you know, just put on a show. It was that I knew that it would get done sooner if I, if I kept going, that I could go on to what I wanted to do if I kept going through it. You know, whether it was getting done with homework, so getting done with the work, like carrying wood pushing pushing through and just getting stuff done that i didn't want to do so that i could go do other stuff Mm -hmm. that took longer actually for me because like i used to hate unloading the dishwasher as a kid it was the worst chore i would do Mm -hmm. anything else other than that but that's always what my sister and brother didn't want to do so that's what i got stuck doing Mm -hmm. and i hated it so it took you longer to figure it out because i would just be like i'm just gonna do this i hate it and so it took me actually a really long time to realize that the time that you bitch and moan about doing something is usually the time it takes to just get it done. Yeah. And I mean, and that took me, I don't know, probably uh, like 11 or 10 or 10, 11, mm-hmm. 12, maybe that I, I learned, Oh, if I just fucking do it, it's yeah. over with. But, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Motherfucker. I hate it when I do this. But yeah, so like you're saying, like so for me, it kind of all came together. Like when I was five or six, I remember what I was saying. Both things came together where it's not just like, you know, like the uh, push through stuff that you don't want to do, but then also like that you get hurt or you know you fall, you scrape your knee, and it was just like dust it off, see if you really need to go get a band aid or not. Yeah, so like from from like five six to to like nine or ten is where I I would still cry when it hurt, but I knew that tears didn't help. So like mm-hmm. that was like my growing up period. I was trying to like learn how to bite that. And after that, I say about ten eleven mm-hmm. is where I just was able to not cry mm-hmm. when when I got hurt. Well, I'm not well, I'm not talking like a serious injury, but yeah. like you know something like I scraped my knee or whatever, and I was able to just brush it off, fucking slap some dirt on it, and continue on playing. Um, like that's when I started to learn like oh, all you gotta fucking do is breathe, and the pain mm-hmm. goes away after four minutes. Yeah. And then, and then after that, it was like 
whatever. And that's when it was like probably the most traumatizing for my parents because they're like, because I remember when I was like 13 and I had fucking blood dripping down my face and I was like, mom, I'm okay. But which is a very common expression in my family because I used to say it a lot after like age 13. I'm like, mom, I'm okay, but hey, this, this shit's happening right now. I'm bleeding profusely. And she's like, fuck, we're going to the ER. And I'm like, no, no, no. Just, it's a head wound. They bleed a lot. You're like and, talking and, through your injury. Like you're the one bleeding. You're like, just breathe. Well, that's, that, like, I mean, I'll hold your hand. And like we've talked about this before where like I almost cut my fucking thumb off yeah. and like I was just the blood all over the sink. My mom's just like, at that point, I was like, I don't know, probably 14. And she's like, Jesus Christ. And like, <laughs> she's just walk away she's like you'll get me if you need me that's what my mom like growing up and she never got to the phase where she was like okay you've got this even though we had it yeah and like especially with three other siblings that were all around the same age range like we we tended to each other right yeah and so like even like to this day if she like sees like if i'm there and she sees my knuckles cut like bleeding she's like oh no we have to get do this this and this i'm like no we don't i'm gonna wash it off yeah no that's the cool thing about my my parents that they were always really relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not in the. Not in every. Way. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how to say it. like not in a neglectful way where they're like, "Oh, you're fucking fine. Your fucking arms broken in mm-hmm. the middle." No, like just like they knew what a kid could fucking get through, mm-hmm. and as long as I mean, like they knew for me, like if I got if I was crying after mm-hmm. you know after that young phase that it was a serious injury. And they're like, oh, okay, we might be going to the ER right now. But they were always pretty calm. Yeah, so most of the time when I was, like, a kid, like, if we hurt ourselves or something, it was mainly, like, me or my brother that hurt ourselves. The, the two My two sisters never really got hurt. Yeah. Because they weren't outside doing shit. Yeah. But, uh, like, like I'd just walk in the house, and my mom would be like, hey, you guys in? I'm like, yeah, just for a minute. Just go into the bathroom. Go and put, like, wash it off with some fucking hydrogen yeah. peroxide. Put throw a Band-Aid on because I knew if she fucking you know, found out about it, then it would turn into this giant thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, that's how, I mean, I, the, the last couple of years that I was home, I don't know, probably four or five years and I'd come in cause I would, I would spend all day outside and I'd come in with all kinds of scrapes, bruises and all this yeah. shit. My parents, they're like, you okay? I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, cool. Go fucking clean up. Get ready for dinner. Yeah, I'm that's like, how it okay. was. Like, you know, me and my brother yeah. would be outside, and then my mom would ring the bell for dinner. We'd show up, and we'd be bruised, you know, cuts yeah. and shit. I was literally, my parents called me the walking scab <laughs> as a child because I always had cuts, bruises. Well, I mean, you scrapes. did the same thing as we did. Like, we'd just go out with a hacksaw and a fucking hatchet and shit, and we'd be there yeah. building forts and yeah. fucking around. Like, yeah, all kinds of shit. We, you know, we had knives on us, we had, hat, we had yep. hatchets, we had. And look saws. at us now. We're totally fucking fine survived we survived no, that's not the reason i brought this up because i've been seeing a lot of people post about their kids like on twitter and people post on facebook mm-hmm. about how hard it is and like how they're it's like my kid like one post i saw is my kid broke down crying because they were so tired of having to do school at home and they just wanted to get i'm like that you know what i love about this quarantine shit and i don't want to talk about the coronavirus yeah. but just this one thing is my entire adult life I, I, I make friends, no problem, blah, blah, have a good time. And then and then people find out I'm homeschooled. And they're mm-hmm. like, that explains so much. And right now, with everyone being homeschooled, I'm like, haha, you're all going to be me now. <laughs> all of you. And they're going to be just like you too. We're all going to be fucking weird together. And I am so well, happy. Well, the thing is, is it's not going to be the same because like, it's different no. when you're forced into it. Yeah, I mean, yes. But I mean, you're still going to like, Especially, I mean, for us who were homeschooled mm-hmm. our entire lives up until college, 
Uh, it's uh, obviously they're just doing it for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Ma- maybe if this continues into the fall, which I don't think it will, but it was just, I don't know, it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. And the thing is, like, can you imagine, like, even if when I was homeschooled, there was tablets and like online gaming and YouTube and all that shit, because there wasn't really when I was like, YouTube uh, was a nope. new thing when I was in my teenage years, like high school years. Yeah. Wait, when did that happen? That started in like 2005. It didn't get big until later, though. No, I'm interested in where yeah, it started. I think it was 2004. I'm talking about like when it started catching I don't think I found popularity. even a new YouTube existed until like 2007. And then it basically had it had only just like all these little goofy videos done by private creators. There was yeah. no ads. It, it, was made, it made almost like it no money. Yeah, yeah. But um, like there wasn't, I, you know, even like we had video games. Like we had Xbox and stuff. And of course, our parents, my parents were like, okay, you can only play this much a day. Yeah. Like, limited so yeah for my family it was one hour a day yeah it was one hour summer. a day for us and then one hour after all of our homework was done during the day yeah during like school that's year. basically what we had yeah and so in most then you know there's a lot of days we didn't even use that hour yeah so i think because we got used to doing other things so it was never like the go-to like where we it wasn't like a fix where we needed to get yeah. our hour and then we'd figure something else out no i, I always use the hour cause really i just love playing video but you games. didn't have like your brother was older well, yeah. So that's why, I mean, I had my brother who is not that much younger than me, so. Yeah, I mean, I had, I don't know. It was kind of weird for, like, a dyma- dynamic in my family because my brother was seven years older than me. Yeah, exactly. And so by the time he was a teenager, he had worked enough, like, side jobs um, that he bought his own Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. And so then as long as he got his all his homework done. It was he, his to play with. He could do whatever he wanted. He bought it. It was, my parents were, I thought it was fair. But then he would just sit in his room mm-hmm. and play for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, at one point, I thought I was cool and I always wanted to play with him, but he never let me play. Mm-hmm. Which I think's okay, I get it, it's fair, but it's also like as a, a yeah. fucking six year old, I was like, this is not fair. Well, um, I don't get it because like my brother and I, like, because you could use your hour, but you could have someone play with you and then that other person could use their hour. So my oh, brother and my I always played two player that. games. Oh no, my parents so never let we, us do that. We would play two hours together, and I, I we always played together. Like. Oh, yeah. No, he. Th- I mean, this was after that rule because yeah. we we didn't like keep getting the newest yeah, console so or anything. But so I mean, it got to the point where I didn't like what my brother did, and mm-hmm. he was just always playing video games and never doing anything else. And I mm-hmm. was like, so it kind of like video games became unattractive to me for a while. Like mm-hmm. they were fun, but. I just well, I mean, it makes sense because at first you want to you want to play video games too, and then when you it's not just that he's playing the video games and you don't get a chance, but it's also you don't get a chance to even just hang around him. Yeah, it was that, and I was like, one, it's like all you do is play video games and you never go outside or do anything or, or yeah. be social, and I'm like, I don't like that. Like as when I was a younger kid, I was super social, always mm-hmm. wanted to talk to people, whether they're adults or kids or whatever, and I liked I loved playing outside. Yeah, and I saw that he never did that. I was like, well, I mean, video games are cool and all, but. I don't want to be part of that. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't want to live like that. And so, I mean, that's why I didn't play a lot of console games. That's why you guys still kick my ass at fucking console games. Cause I suck at them. Well, no, it was, it was funny. I still remember as a kid, like me and my brother, cause we wouldn't play much. Like I said, you know, we'd get our hour. You guys played a lot as teenagers. Don't as teenagers, even. we played a little bit more. Cause that's my dad. That's oh, when my dad started time. wanting to play Halo with us. So he'd get home from work and he'd want to play multiplayer Halo. You guys played a fuck ton. We really teenagers. didn't. Man. Yes, you used to tell me all the time how you guys would play. We just you and you and your brother, Mister Ducky, would just play for hours trying to beat the campaign on hard mode. Or, or well, it wouldn't take hours, but it would be hours over multiple days, man. Yeah, yeah. Still hours yeah. and hours. Yeah, and then you but would play. That'd be with our one hour a day. 
Mm-hmm. But except for the multiplayer with my dad, because that would always be the pass. Because my mom would be like, "No, they played," and he'd be like, "Well, I just want—I'm using my time." <laughs> so we would play with him, which he sucked. Yeah, but still, compared to what I did, was a lot. A yeah, lot compared more. to what you did, because I mean, when we first were hanging out, you didn't like playing games at all. So no, I did. It's just as soon as I played with you guys, mm-hmm. it was just pathetic because <laughs> of how more, how much more you guys played than me, that I was trash, and I, oh, it's not. It's not fun losing every single game, asshole. Okay. <laughs> so fuck you. Tell my little brother that. <laughs> that was his life. Yeah. yeah. And it was even worse because even he kicked my ass, which was probably good for him. Good moral That's boost what I for was him. playing um, some video games with my godson like last week. And he's not super old, but you know he's pretty good at the video games, right? These kids get, get good way quicker than I would have gotten, <laughs> like, you know, because yeah. I didn't have access. But um, so he wanted to do competitive against each other. No. I was like, okay, like I don't really want to, but if you want to, we'll do a couple. And then he started getting really mad. And I was like, well, what's wrong? He's like, you keep beating me. When I go against my dad, he lets me win. Like, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the real, real world, buddy. <laughs> Sucks to suck, nerd. He's like, let's stop. Let's stop going against each other. Let's be on the same team. It's like, that sounds good to me. That's what I wanted to do from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good lesson to learn, even if you just get a little taste. And, yeah, it's like, and at a young age, that's a little good. It's not given to you. It's not handed to you. You got to earn it. Well, and I, I wouldn't have been mad if he kicked my ass. Oh, no. I would have been totally cool with that. I would have tried my best. And not a chance in hell he's going to beat you at Minecraft, though. I've <laughs> <laughs> been playing that for a decade, bro. You don't even know. Uh, I, I still I have recipes up, memorized. I was setting up traps for him where it was like water, and I like, told him my base was down there, and you go down, and there was like doors. But then there, so, you, so you just fall through because the gate door's open, yeah. and there's lava under that. You're a dick. <laughs> How old is he? He's a 27. You are a dick. Well, he was trying to set up lava traps for me. That's what gave me the idea to do a lava trap for him. Oh, wow. Couldn't even come up with an original idea. No, I, I was trying not to escalate too much. Uh-huh. I was I was trying to, because he, he wasn't using a bow, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to use a bow against him. Like So I was waiting until he escalated the rules of war. No, the, the rules have been changed. <laughs> we'll meet it. Wow. So I, I let him, every escalation, I let him start, and then I met it. You're still a dick. <laughs> this commercial break was brought to you by Craig. Craig loves you guys, and he is so sad that he's left out all the time. Yes, he's a weirdo. Yes, he lives in his mom's basement. And yes, there was those crimes he was accused of that he was only let go on a technicality. <laughs> but he's a nice guy. Give Craig a chance. Go to www.craigiamnotamurdereranymore.com. <laughs> Also, we are not liable if you get murdered by Craig. <laughs> is he a vegetarian now, though? <laughs> Craig is not. Oh. Just just the But warning. he doesn't buy his meat from the store. <laughs> Does he grow it himself? He always just has these Ziploc bags that have different people's names on them. He says that those are the person who gave him the meat. Oh. Also, I don't know where his mom is. Did he ever have a bag with his mom's name on it? I didn't pay attention. Okay. He still ca- her social security checks still get cashed on a regular basis though. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so she, it's all legit. She, she, she should be fine. She's obviously yeah, okay. She's, she's getting, as long as she's getting her money, that's all that matters. I mean, they're all cashed through the app, so I said get me a new line. Not the same one. You don't know that's not the same. Yes, I do cuz it's <laughs> cut the exact same way that my first line was cut. Do you want a new line? No, it's fine. I'll squeeze this one all the way. You're just a disappointment to me and your parents. And myself. And obviously yourself. <laughs> and all of society. 
We still love you, just not as much. Uh, round two. Here we go. Fight. I honestly want that to never go away. What? Your sunburn markings. You eat a dick, I'm bitch. super in love with. Like, I like would love on your wedding day if that's what your face looked like. <laughs> it would make me very happy. You sir are an asshole. I'm just saying because it's not like she wouldn't marry you still. <laughs> just have all these photos. <laughs> oh, she might not with this fucking football sunburn on my fucking head. <laughs> She'd be like, you know what? No, I can't. I can't deal with this for the rest of my life. Goodbye. She's like, okay, someone else step up. But no, not the best man. Okay, no. who else we got here? Not, not Mr. Pubic Hair <laughs> like, Face. Her hand goes by me, and she's like, oh, not you. <laughs> she starts looking for someone else, pulls out someone from the crowd. She's like, look, looks, looks on my side of the family. She's like, no, no. <laughs> looks at her side of the family. She's like, better. She's like, we're second cousins, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you swing? Yes. All right, let's go. <laughs> Evidently, that's your son thing. of a bitch. <laughs> Evidently, that's what she's into. <laughs> and then I look at you. I'm like, see, told you. I'm like, I, I'm just super drunk, man. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't know what happened this entire week. <laughs> I've been blasted. Did I fly here, drive or walk? <laughs> You're like, I actually don't know either. <laughs> that's unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up to a drunk prostitute. <laughs> she was rubbing my head and saying that our babies are going to look just great. She had more facial hair than me. <laughs> she was also a man. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, that's some hate over shit. Oh. Hey, as long as I don't have a face tattoo, I'll be happy. Actually, I might get a face tattoo. Would you get a face tattoo? No. What about a neck tattoo? Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Front, back, side, side. Yeah. Side. I'm glad did you rubbed the side of your, your neck for the cameras that aren't. No, there. I was just thinking about it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't get one on the back. No. No. For a while, that was one of the that was a super gay thing to do, like to signal that you were gay. Just like the left ear pierced. Well, that was never no, actually. No, a no, thing. no. This is an actual real thing. Is it? Yeah. You, you sure? get a tattoo on the back of your neck. Of what? Uh, Anything. Lips usually. Well, that's how Dude, dudes would get lips. That, that's pretty gay. Dudes I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty gay. But some guys who didn't want to get that obvious would put other tattoos on the back of their neck. Yeah, I wouldn't ever put lips. I found that out. There was this, there was this guy I served with. I knew him. He was old. Like he was old for an NCO, and um, his name was Thor. That was his first name. Okay. Which is a weird first. That's not a common first name, right? Did, did he pick it or did his no, parents, his parents pick picked it? Oh, well then, yeah, yeah that's his first name. Can't blame him. But he was a cool, he was a super nice guy to work with, hard worker. Mm. He was muscly. He worked out all the time. Like Thor. But he had uh, the, ta- the lips tattooed on the back of his neck. And so finally I, ha- I asked him, like here I was this little PFC. I was like, you know, I had read some places and then he like pulled me aside. He's like, yeah, it's a gay thing. He's like, I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> Is he straight, like yeah. straight up gay, or is he no? Like he's straight up gay. He said he bi. does still have sex with women sometimes, but he's really into men. And you, at that moment, you knew you had your end. <laughs> and so, like, I, I would never get one on the back of my neck unless it was part of like a whole back piece and it just came up to my neck. I wouldn't get just a tattoo on the back of my neck. I have wanted to get the side of my neck. I would never, for one, would never get lips tattooed no. anywhere on my body. No. Period. And I think it's weird when people do. But I would, I mean, I would put a tattoo on the back of my neck. I mean, it just depends. 
I mean, it would probably wouldn't be a standalone. Like you said, it'd probably be something up yeah. from my back. I mean, I've known a, a good amount of people that have tattoos on the, on their sides of their neck. Yeah. And for the most part, as long as it's a, a decent tattoo, it, I, I think it looks pretty cool, man. <laughs> hmm. You know what's funny? Talk about ex-girlfriend real quick. Yeah. She used to have, a, it was a moon on the back of her neck, mm-hmm. but she always, it looked more like a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so then one day uh, we were at a tattoo convention and I was like, so it was her, me, and then my buddy. Uh, we all had this thing about seahorses. So I got my seahorse tattoo. That's when I got mm-hmm. mine. And then I was like, you can either get a seahorse tattoo, I'll pay for it, or you can get your fucking neck covered up, which you've always wanted to. So first of all, her moon cookie thing she got, she got because of an ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then she got it covered up because of me, who is now no, an, an ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm like, and she got it covered up with a flower that was big. So... Good luck getting that one covered up, honey. <laughs> That's why you never get a tattoo related to someone you're dating. No. And that's the thing. Like, Seahorse has nothing to do with her. It was just something that uh-huh. all three of us were going to do. And I'm the only one that's done it to this point. But I love it. It's one of my favorite tattoos. But, yeah. Your I snake's w- my favorite tattoo on you. I don't know why. It's not a bad one. No. I don't, I don't know why either. It just shows, like, what kind of tattoos that I would like to have, you know? You get a little snake. I wouldn't copy That's yours, but I just I would like that more simple art style. Not this, sh- not, like, not that you're shading and like your good artwork looks bad at all. It looks great. It's the same artwork as a seahorse. No, I'm saying like like the uh, owl you have. Owl, on your form. Oh. Yeah, like <laughs> I completely forget about it because I never. <laughs> like it's like you know the shading's great and it's it's a good artwork, but I wouldn't want a tattoo like that on me. Like, it's yeah. just not what I'm into. So I'm not talking shit so about. You like, hate it's, it. it? No. So what you're saying is you hate it. I would hate it if it was on me. It's not what I would want. I hate it because it was on you. So if you it hate was. it. Well, okay. Well, fuck you. You know, you can just get out. <laughs> get out. I mean, it's, it's just like you you can see a piece of art and you're like, that's a good piece of art. It's yeah. not what I want to hang up in my house. Oh, no. I've seen tons of those where I, I see people. I'm like, that's a really good tattoo, but why? It I was, would never it, do that. It's not even like just a why. It's just like, I don't want that on me. Yeah. No, I mean. Like, I've seen some tattoos that are cool as shit. And I'm like, that's no. fucking awesome. Like, I'll compliment the person. No. And like, well, I can give you the artist. Like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I can recognize it's awesome and not I, want it. I was at the bank a couple of months ago and this dude who was like three people in front of me was talking to a dude who was like four people behind me and was like, oh, dude, that's really sick work. Like, like, he's like getting all into it. And I was like, and I look at it and it's just like a Hawaiian fucking, what's that like fish hook? Mm-hmm. You seen it? I mean, it's like what, uh, you seen Mohana, Moana, yeah. the fucking, what the Dwayne The Rocks dude yeah. has. It's that on his leg but super bland just yeah. like black and white no shading it's just black or skin color blocky no i'm not gonna say no skill but no skill really mm-hmm. it's it's just very simple He's like, oh, that's really clean work and i'm looking at him like i mean it's not bad but it's work that anybody could do it's it's what a beginner tattoo artist oh that's super cl-. i mean he like he just like he said a couple comments and then like Went back to like staying in line. He's, he turns around. He's like, oh man, dude, I just got to see it again. I got to see it again. And I'm what like, I'm like, you're not going to see anything different. It's, there's no hidden detail. There's mm-hmm. no detail. It's, it's just lines. It's, it's just thick lines. And then he was like, and then they just kept talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot. He's like, oh yeah, this guy just does it out of his house. I'm like, oh, that's illegal. And <laughs> so, it also makes sense. And it also makes sense how that is. Not very good work, but whatever. Well, this is a guy I knew who had, like, he was a big guy. He was buff. Really, he was tall, like, six foot five or something. It's tall for me. 
but on his on his right arm, I think he had all those tribal, like you said, the thick lines, like with the tribal designs on it. Did and you just I, say that six foot five was tall for you? Yeah. Yeah, six foot tall. Six foot five is tall for almost everyone. I, I mean, I don't know nowadays because on Tinder, all the chicks are like, if you're under six foot five, don't message me, or if you're under six foot. So I, I feel like that should be the average height nowadays. And I'm just the short. Average height is five five eight. seven. Or sorry, five eight. It's yeah, five, five eight. It's the average height of a man. Yeah. I was making a joke about all those fa- or those tender chicks. Okay, but yeah. Anyways, but anyway, so he had all these like thick tribal lines, and it didn't look good. Like it was, it was okay. And finally, because he's from Idaho, I was like, it wasn't even me. It was someone I was with next to. He's like, dude, why the fuck do you have a full arm of sleeve of tribal? He goes, because I used to have a bunch of white supremacist tattoos that got covered up with this tribal. <laughs> that's fair. I was like, that's fair. Okay, that's a legit reason to have yep. that going on. I. He was like, I was dumb when I was a teenager, and now I'm not dumb, and I didn't want to carry that the rest of my life. But Good for him. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Everyone else without, with tribal yeah. tattoos, well, you're like, go Oh, no, I yourself. chose this. My arm was bare, and I chose this. So you don't have an imagination is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, that looks... Like, it's like, why do people still to this day get barbed wire tattoos? I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I got fucking armbands, but barbed wire never looked good. No. Never look tough. Never look cool. No. What the fuck? Skulls, awesome. I mean, I've seen some that are creative and cool, but I've seen a few that are creative, but I see a lot the of them. The Punisher like skull, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's not cool. It never was cool. It was cool on the show in the comic. Mm-hmm. Otherwise In a world where it's a a marketed thing that you can buy T shirts of. Yeah. I think it's so fucking stupid. That's why like the my unit that when it deployed before I was a part of it, like mm-hmm. a couple years before. They were called the Punishers, and they had a Punisher skull and all that shit. I fucking hate it. I think it's the dumbest shit ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dumb. And I like had a couple, uh, an NCO and another dude who were part of the unit that deployed, and they got like, really mad at me when I started talking shit. And I was like, I'm not going to stop talking shit because no. it's still fucking do you know gay. How many, do you know how many platoons and units are called the Punisher in the U.S. Army? A lot. Basically 80% of them. Probably. <laughs> not creative, not cool. And they're like, oh, no, when we were in country and the fucking... The, the Taliban, they saw that skull. They knew not to fuck with us. I'm like... They didn't. That's no, not a thing. Probably not. I think you're making that up. Yeah. Because I don't think you ever interviewed one. And also, everyone has about the same vehicles. Like, any route clearance element has the same vehicles. Well, they had the fucking... Their yeah, their Punisher flat. skull yeah. emblem just, They weren't looking the at that. Because they're, when, they're, when you're looking to get into combat, you're not like, oh, that's the Punisher skull. These guys, like, rape your children. <laughs> well, I mean, they do. But... <laughs> Not the raping part. They do look at your vehicles and what's on. Well, them. they try to just to get used to the same vehicles, like to try to read it. It's the same people, and if they'll make yeah. the same mistakes, yeah. Well, so mainly you're identifying yourself in a more clear way, so it's easier to predict your movements. Man, so kind so of. So basically, it was counterintuitive. Yeah, like against the whole army theme on why we wear the same uniforms and, and why we shave and yeah. have the same haircuts and yeah. all this shit. So yeah. basically, it was counterintuitive, but yeah, that's what my uh, basic training platoon was called, the Punishers. Uh, in Fort Benning. What kind of sound was that? Yeah. Fort Benning, yeah. I was a bulldog. But what I liked is that they didn't have any Punisher, like, from the comic book. They didn't have any of the logos in that kind of shit. Like, our, we had a mural in the, like, in the floor of our barracks. Yeah. And it was basically our drill sergeant with the, the mural was of this guy, like, standing on top of all these skeletons and corpses. And he had a flamethrower as one arm, and his other arm had the hook. And he was, like, had to, like, you know, look like a terrifying drill sergeant visage. And we had to wax that fucking thing all the time. I'm sorry, that sounds gay. It, it looks cool. stupid. I loved it. Nah. It was super badass. 
Man, I'm, maybe I'm just envisioning something super stupid, but it, it was good artwork. Yeah, it was really good artwork. But I like that they didn't go on to the whole like just taking the Punisher skull from the comic books at least, because mm. I would have felt even in basic that I would have been like, this is a little gay. One of my NCOs, I can't remember. One of them has a Punisher skull, but for the teeth, they're bullets. They're like five, five, yeah, I've six seen rounds. That before, yeah. It's not the worst thing, but I still wouldn't get it. I've seen a couple of tattoos like that. He has an armband. Uh, I think it's the same dude of just bullets different size bullets and i'm like you know okay okay it's at least it's different i've never seen an armband of bullets before so i'll take it there's one of the guys i know he's a he's a staff sergeant but he has that but he went he went with that on that deployment with the unit the one that you missed oh with my unit yeah yeah he went he was on that one could be the same guy but he's still with uh the unit up here oh so maybe he's drilling with two units at the same time no he's lazy as shit (laughs) Maybe that's what he wants you to think. I wish that was what he wants me to think. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh, my God. This is, that happens a lot where people are like, maybe you're just misreading them and they're actually doing a better job than you. I'm like, oh, I, I hope you're right. Like, I'm not disappointed that's the case. I just don't believe it. Everything would make sense. Like, oh, he's busy over there. That's why he's not doing anything he comes over, over here. here. He's super tired when he's over here. <laughs> he's okay. Sleepy. He's Give him a pass. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I think we wrap this shit up. Okay. So, what do you think? You want to rate this? I mean, I think it's good. I think it's it's not like a sipping drink. Like a gin and tonic's a sipping drink. This is not like a sipping drink. This is a drink you drink a little quicker. Like the speed you drink a beer. I feel. Yeah, I was I was gonna just say beer drinking speed. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, we got a good ratio. Uh, first one I want a little stronger. You fucking apparently diluted mine with, with ice. Mm. We discussed on the break, but yeah, I gave you a little bit of ice, but pretty good. No, I like these. Um, definitely like more of like a party drink. Yeah, a bar, good bar drink. It's a good bar drink night. as long as they make it right. Yeah. A, a good, you know, hanging out, drinking with buddies. I feel like it'd be like a good concert drink too. It could be, yeah. yeah that's not a bad point. Because like at concerts, that. I don't like just drinking beer at concerts. Cause you don't I really love, get. I love drinking beer. Wow, last concert I went to, where we were just drinking beer, and it ended up by the end of this night, I was like, I'm not drunk, I'm not buzzed, or, like I'm feeling a little bit buzzed, but I'm not. Then really. that's your fault. You weren't drinking beer properly. Well, was the lines don't, were so long. Then you go and buy two. Problem solved. Problem same solved. Which is separately the way. But yeah, it's I, your I fault. I like it. As far as a mixed drink, I'm gonna rate it. And it's, and it's made with Tito's. We did make it with Tito's. So that's a repeat. That is a repeat. It's a solid Tito's. one. And I was, I saw, so I was going to get something different, mm-hmm. but then I saw clear water and I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm sticking with what I know and what I Where'd like. Where'd you go? Uh, Rayleigh's. No, I'm going to, I'm going to give this, um, 3.7. 3.7. It's yeah. not like I'm going to go back and get another one of these like over and over again. It's not going to be my go-to drink every time. But every once in a while, I can see myself going, you know what? Moscow Mule sounds nice. I'm, I'm going to give it a, a 2.4. Only 2.4? Yeah, because like I said, the ginger fucks with the back of my throat. I don't like, I would never order it at a bar. But if someone made me one mm-hmm. and I was able to like put a little bit more ice or a little bit more vodka into it to drown out that ginger, then I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, give me one. Or if somebody bought me one, mm-hmm. I'd probably still drink you it. take it. Yeah. So that's, he gives it a 2.4. If someone offered me a rock oyster for free, I would say no. I, and I, I would, would spit in their face. I would take it and then throw it in their <laughs> face and then 
break the glass on the bar and then jam it into and, their throat. And then use it to circumcise them if they're not already circumcised. Double circumcision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you next time. Out.